0: All right, and uh, we're and with uh, Stefan. So good morning, Stefan. Uh, I guess if if obviously if you're familiar with the uh, CQT or with, uh, with this uh, hour or other sort of like a local musical uh, scene, Stefan is uh, always always very very active. And uh, hi, Sammy. good morning, Stefan. Uh, morning. So uh, I guess let's talk a little bit first about just your musical musical formation in general uh like the uh, so you you're is the piano the key keyboard sort of like the instrument of predilection sure um there's
1: some guitar and organ recently um and uh it's really great to be uh here with you because i really love your program um it's really really uh every time i tune into it i always discover new artists and um, also, the historical memory of alternative composition that's presented is very, uh, very interesting for a, a contemporary artist just mm-hmm. to sort of look back and to learn about all the layers of um, work that have happened that influence how um, composition happens now. Yes, you know, yeah. so it's it's always really uh, you know interesting um, and and mind expanding. So. So it's really good to be here. <laughs>
0: thanks. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, I guess it's it's a, it's a tremendous privilege like uh, to present like so I guess uh, you know everybody has like a lot of uh, music that really inspire him and things that uh, should be shared and uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know type of uh, music that you know like, we will we'll have to put up at, at the station. And so how how about you Stefan what uh, what were sort of music that really inspired you at the beginning and what kind of <sighs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to pinpoint, but, uh, you know, I wanted to share some of this recent release on this program specifically with you, Sammy, because I felt it speaks to some of the styles that you highlight mm-hmm. uh, here. Um, and, um, you know, you, you were uh, playing some uh, compositions for alternative Soviet cinema from the yes. 1970s, and that's definitely. Uh, a a genre and sort of uh, musical uh, landscape that I'm interested in, especially Mm -hmm. the use of different old analog organs. And um, I actually came across an organ um, through some friends um, just last year. uh, Actually, uh, Xara Dion Mm -hmm. uh, passed on an an organ to me. And uh, ever since having that, I, I really got the opportunity opportunity to uh, explore a lot of different sounds that I never really worked on before. Mm -hmm. And so on this recent release that I've done um, in collaboration with an artist from the Netherlands uh, named Postmortem... Mm um, who actually don't know, but we were put together um, on this tape by a label in Switzerland, in the Italian-speaking part of Switzerland, mm-hmm. called Old Bicycle Records. And um, he asked us, each artist, to compose work for one side of a tape. Mm-hmm. And the project's called Tape Crash, because mm-hmm. the artists aren't supposed to know each other. Um, so it's the 12th edition, uh, the project that we did. And so I, I picked some pretty minimal um recordings um that I felt also referenced in a way um some of the more alternative contemporary compositions that old bicycle records features and mm-hmm. there's a lot of sort of references also to 70s uh Italian film soundtracks yes. and music from that era.
0: Yeah, I, I guess uh, you know it's a, the organ is kind of like a quintessential you know instrument uh Hammond with the Leslie speakers yes it's kind of exactly uh, yes yeah, sort of like a great find so so i guess let's listen to a piece called organ rhythms under the rain exactly the fun Christophe on security on uh, terminal five and uh, yes, the fun so the two pieces you did with the hammond yeah uh,
1: um a hammond uh um two keyboard uh, organ with uh leslie and then also a drum machine and um sort of different capacities that i'm still actually learning but it's totally fascinating to work with yes. with the organ because you can have these sort of bass rhythms. Uh, I particularly like the march marching rhythm, mm-hmm. um, and then and then also the volume fluctuation is actually a physical, like mm-hmm. what you're hearing when you hear the volume going up and down is actually the the use of the foot pedal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a very physical. There's no overdubs. Both those pieces are direct recordings, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's it's actually what was being played is what you hear.
0: Yes and so how 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 does this medium compare with the, you know the piano which which you're much more familiar with
1: yeah it's totally incomparable, but um there's this sort of um space like quality to the organ that you know it's difficult to put exactly into words, but mm-hmm. you know um you're playing um you know some music before I came on of uh composers you know related to the film uh, solaris or mm-hmm. stalker um
0: yes artemiev yeah edward artemiev yeah
1: yeah and um, you know work like this really um i think i mean obviously this is those are great pieces and i'm really still learning this style but mm-hmm. um i guess the piano is very uh organic sounding, uh, you know, you can hear the wood, the resonance, uh, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I actually use that a lot in my playing the sort of the the, the tonality of the actual physicality of the instrument. Mm-hmm. But with an organ like that, you can also use the physicality of the instrument. But then it has this also, um, I guess I'll put it in in a way that is, um, uh, yeah, I would I would say that there was a notion of romanticism about new technological developments during this period of time. Yes, yeah. And I think it really drove a lot of new cinema, mm-hmm. the creation of a lot of instrumentation. Mm-hmm. I think the, the pola- polarity of the world also in terms mm-hmm. of there being different alignments of power mm-hmm. uh, You know, at that time and during that period where you had different creative centers of power you know, with, within the context of the Soviet Union or the non-aligned movement countries, you know, Egypt during that period yes. under Nasser or, you know, the, the great Soviet cinema, mm-hmm. um, great artwork coming out of Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. You know, today we see such dominance of cultural uh, capital uh, as rooted in sort of the neoliberal cultural context mm-hmm. of the United States. And I think um thinking about the ways that other modes of economic and social organization impacted the way that people dreamed through their art mm-hmm. is really something that could be explored more um it's something i'm thinking about a lot i i don't have any specific conclusions but it's something on my mind i'm i'm sure you can you've you've thought about that a
0: lot too uh, yes i i guess uh, sort of i mean there's uh... You know, going back I guess it's kind of like the dimension of I mean, even sort of the analog electronic sort of has a sort of a much more organic sort of feel to it that you know you don't find in if you work in newer keyboards which are sort of like semi conductors you don't really feel I guess one, one um, sort of a really good uh, since it's a bit of a film background like uh, the, uh, the story betw- between uh, you know behind the development of uh, early electronic uh instruments, um, with uh, Caroline Martel's uh, the, uh, you know, the uh, f- owned uh, Martenot, sort of really uh, cap- captured, captures that um, sort of whole uh, sort of, you know, I guess Martineau is someone who started out as being a, a, a tele, operating a telegraph in mm. World War One and sort of like just tinkering with all the electronics and sort of like all this, he then go- went on to invent this new uh machine that was kind of really like part alchemy like uh really part uh, music part electronic and that kind of sort of expansion of of doing you know inventing it inventing that medium for the first time and then layered with all the sort of artistic uh uh organic uh Movements that went on in different parts of the world, same times, really kind of uh, conducive to like a lot of works and kind of a richness, in the cultural landscape that you don't find uh, in uh, more recent times.
1: I know, in the context of the Soviet um, contemporary music scene, there was a lot of creation of instruments too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and so uh, specifically, I guess some some uh, you're talking about uh, Brian Eno giving an inspiration.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, of course, he's such a huge figure. um, But you know, I think his album, Another Green World uh, is particularly resonant today. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there was the issues that we are seeing coming to a head, really starting to come to the forefront at that time. You know, I think the album came out in the mid-1970s and Another Green World. Uh, Brian Eno now has become very outspoken on a lot of social justice, climate justice issues. Mm -hmm. And people, I think, aren't, aren't hearing about that as much. But, you know, issues of injustice in the world, like, for example, what is happening in Palestine, Brian Nino has spoken out a lot for Palestinian human rights and also has spoken out a lot about not just the environmental crisis, but from a climate justice perspective, looking at how mm-hmm. there is a historical debt of um, of climate injustice in relation to colonization and sort of looking at climate through that lens. Brian's, Brian Nino's talked about that. And I think you can hear that sort of social and political reflection in his work in Another Green World, I think, really was um, I think speaking both to the hopes and the fears at least that's my interpretation of it or it's what I can hear in the in the music of that mid-1970s era where mm-hmm. we saw the sort of the winding down of the massive movements and the sort of clamping down of uh, the neoliberal era and its beginnings and
0: yeah I guess with uh, like Thatcher uh, kind of coming up at the end of the 70s and
1: and I th- you know, and I think this the, 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 his work in "Another Green World" really speaks to the importance of the dream space mm-hmm. in, in, in society and through the arts to sort of think about another world as possible and try to manifest that through sound. Mm-hmm. I, I love the piece "The Big Ship." It's just amazing.
0: Okay, let's hear it. so that was the uh, Brian Eno piece from 19 mid 70s I believe 1974
1: 73 Brian Eno another green world is the album and that piece is uh, the big ship um, just a beautiful piece of music and also just that layered uh, synth approach um, you know obviously he's become such a essential reference point in in music on Mm -hmm. all sorts of levels but also i obviously appreciate his uh interest in trying to create creative um approaches to sound but also to be an engaged artist you know Mm -hmm. he's consistently been uh speaking out and meaningfully involved in in political struggles for justice so Mm -hmm. definitely somebody who's influential for me
0: yes i mean he's such kind of really like a an authority in the, like a cult as a cultural figure so his his voice is uh, you know not just through his uh, art but his voice is really uh, important i guess
1: yeah and so in trying to work with the organ on this release i i, I did through old bicycle records um in uh, it's a label based in switzerland but it's italian so they have a lot of sort of reach and collaborations in italy mm-hmm. um I was, you know, thinking about some of that that sort of '70s uh, keyboard work and organ work. Uh, since you know, some of the pieces on this cassette um, are are uh, organ pieces, mm-hmm. um, but there are also pieces that are piano. Um, so there's a bit of variety, um, and so uh, one piano scene that's really been influencing me as I've been learning about it is contemporary Russian piano. Mm-hmm. There's uh, some really interesting composers out of Moscow mm-hmm. these days, actually, yes. very very new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've uh, gotten in touch, actually, and been talking with uh, a composer named Anton Batakov, mm-hmm. um, who does a lot of film scores today uh in in russia Mm -hmm. and uh, we've been actually exchanging messages and sending each other's uh works so Mm -hmm. i receive his albums and i send my albums and it's really it's really an interesting exchange also just to get those um physical uh packages from Moscow it's always, it's always with the Russian stamps yes. um, so on this recent release I, I have one piano piece that is in some ways I think influenced by some of the work that I've been hearing from Russia so mm. I wanted to share a piece by Anton Batakov called Weather Forecast and um, then I'll play the closing piece from the tape release um, mm. that just came out on Old Bicycle Records um, which is called Rev Populaire à Montréal um and that was uh yeah red popular okay um, it's
0: nice actually looking at the nice uh, packaging of the cassette itself yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's just beautifully done it's a silkscreen hand printed cassette um mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's just beautiful there's a, a image of three moons on on the cover beautiful colors mm-hmm. um, yeah so it's it's a new new sort of direction but one that's really interesting it's first solo release i've done
0: so let's hear uh, Anton B- uh, Batakov, new piece from uh, Russia. <coughs> another piece from, uh, the tape pra- from the tape crash project by uh, Stefan Christophe. Uh, yes, Stefania, yeah. I could see how uh, it's you know sort of like a really in the same uh, sort of like timbre and style as uh, the piece by your friend uh, Anton Betakov.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I really love um, piano composition coming out of Russia and Eastern Europe generally, both in the contemporary sense and also dating back a few generations, obviously, uh, there's a lot of amazing artists from that um, from that region, and I think a lot to learn also in terms of cultural approach and the ways that artists work with film and cinema. And I know that you focus a lot on that uh, here on 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 your program. Um, but yeah, that piece we just heard is from that uh, release on Old Bicycle Records that I co-released with an artist from the Netherlands mm-hmm. named Post. Mortem Mm -hmm. and um, yeah it's called Tape Crash 12 and it just came out uh, last month and uh, Old Bicycle Records is based in the Italian uh, speaking part of Switzerland and they did a they do these beautiful hand printed tape releases mm-hmm. and it was really a pleasure to contribute something to their their uh, label and that project
0: okay so what what's their website or like uh, your i believe their... they
1: have a band camp mm-hmm. um so if you just google old bicycle records i believe it's oldbicyclerecords.bandcamp.com okay. um and they're you know they have a facebook page and you can check out their work uh you can find my music on soundcloud so soundcloud.com slash spirodon so it's my middle name but it's uh soundcloud.com slash spirodon s-p-i-r-o-d-o-n
0: mm-hmm. okay great and yeah so you're coming up uh next in a little while uh, I guess, uh, I'm gonna prepare for your uh program uh uh up next and uh yeah thanks thanks very much for uh for sharing your work and it's kind of it's good to, you know you have that same uh, kind of uh, perspective that uh, especially on this program like a lot of the same uh, kind of inspiration so it was really good uh, to, uh, thank uh, you
1: Sammy I'm really a big fan of the show so it's really a pleasure to be here thanks
0: great, great thanks and so uh, I, I guess I'm gonna play uh, another, another piece by uh, Stefan. this is a duo with the uh so with Sam Shalabi, yes uh from uh, i guess the album called Sharia Tayar flying street flying street yes sharia tayar yeah <laughs> okay let's this is called elephantine Shelby and uh, Stefan Christophe with uh, a piece called Elephantine uh, out of the uh, Flying Street uh, EP, which uh, came out a few years ago. Um, and uh, yeah, it was uh, a pleasure having uh, Stefan here, and he'll be back and uh, shortly. Um, so uh, let's go over the uh, what we played over in the second hour. We played yes, uh, uh, like a lot of pieces from the Tape Crash Project by. Uh, uh Stefan christophe uh piece by Anton Batakov some Brian Eno uh and uh, i guess one really interesting uh once again uh, Edward uh, Artemiev uh pieces uh including soundtracks from Solaris, The Mirror and some uh uh, pieces uh, that he composed in the 1980s uh, from a compilation of uh, library music tracks uh, called uh, Metamorphoses uh, and uh, also uh, a piece called, uh, an album called Moods from uh, 1984. So yeah, this is gonna be uh, wrapping up the show. Uh, we've got another like seven minutes to go. So... um. Maybe in two weeks' time, uh, I'm going to do a uh, retrospective of uh, maybe one of my favorite artists of all time, uh, a French composer called Francois de Roubaix, who died uh, exactly uh, uh, 30 years ago, 1975, late uh, 1975, in a uh, diving accident. And um, so for now, I'm going to leave you with the uh, piece by Edward Artem- Artemiev uh, from uh, Stalker uh, film, uh, a very, another sort of uh, masterpiece with a very good soundtrack. Uh, and so uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll be back in uh, two weeks time with another edition of uh, Terminal 5. So this is uh, Edward Artemiev with uh, Stalker.